I'll do me. You do you, and we'll uh, be happy. Happy, 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 happy. Here we sit. It's practically afternoon. You know, I've already had dinner. But there's a good reason why we Why, because I was dinking around upstairs for a few hours? No, because we had to go on a search for something. Oh, that's true. We did have to. I was doing an archaeological dig. This is why I need to organize all that stuff, Diane, because it's, you know, we're getting up in the numbers here with the B&D show. We're up we're close to 500 episodes. Oh, my gosh. Well, not that close. We've still got 25 or so to go. And either one of us could probably keel over dead pretty much any second now. So, I, I mean, I don't even know why we're even bothering doing this because, you know, by the time people listen to this, I could be dead. That is not the attitude we that's, want this morning, no, Bill that's not, that's not the energy you want me to bring to no. the show? Yeah. You just want me to do my regular old, It's 10.46 a.m. Saturday, May the 20th, 2023. I'm Bill. I'm Diane. It's the Bill and Diane Show. <laughs> oh, I'm much better now. Boy, everything is great. The sun is blazing out there, white hot, and and I got myself a cup of coffee here, and I'm gonna take me a sip. Yeah, and you know, threatening, but we got ah, ham and eggs. stripes. We got uh, wood. We got uh, you know, fairy fleck lights all over, and good coloring, both in our room and in ourselves. We seem healthy for a moment. And uh, so why not uh, uh, call it a, a victorious week here in Lake Abundance? Over to you, Diane. And I would say it was a rollicking, entertaining week. There was some rollick. Starting off with what we well, were, what, why yeah. we did an early show last right. week. We did because... a Friday night show because on Saturday we were going to this thing. We're going to see the world premiere screening of yeah. the Knope Brothers documentary. Yeah, nobody had seen the whole movie before except the filmmakers and the principal players. So. It was put on by the Seattle Folklore Society, uh, which I really appreciate that they did. Yeah. And the Varsity Theater down in the University District of Seattle had basically just donated their theater for the showing and we got there uh early enough to be fairly um we were there about an hour before showtime right yeah, yeah. they said that the doors would open at ten thirty, and the showing was eleven thirty right. or 11, 11 i think no it was eleven thirty. Eleven thirty, and so we probably got there around 10 yeah and it was so wonderful, first of all, to see the uh, the Canotes name and Larry Edelman, who is the documentary filmmaker, up on the marquee of the... Yeah, that was great. I, I, it just really made me feel happy at that point, just seeing that. It was a beautiful day. Yeah, and we, were, we got there so that we were pretty close to the door. And the line went all the way down the block. I mean, the theater was sold out. You said how many people were there? 270 people. 270 people. 
And there, Greg and Jerry were out on the sidewalk greeting everybody, and it was just came uh, over and said hi said to hi us, and, and, said hi and and then all of a sudden I I was uh, I don't know why it just I think I heard some uh, some commotion behind me because I was thinking why did I turn around and see that that Larry Edelman was escorting Sandy Bradley uh, along the side. And I just really quickly snapped her picture just as she was looking right at me. I was just like, wow, that was a fortuitous uh, snap because they were gone pretty quickly. Yeah, so they were just walking by and you just did one of those, grab a candid and it turned out pretty good. Yeah. It turned out really good. And then you said, hey, there's Andrew Ratchin and Hillary Field. and yeah. I didn't know a lot of people there, but I knew a few. Yeah. Mark Graham was there. You saw Dina Blade. Dina Blade. Anyway, I, yeah, I think it was more the Seattle Folklore Society, the dance community probably, right. and um, old-time fiddling folks. Yep. But, but everybody was happy to oh, be there. Oh, man. And it was, it was kind of a joyous event from the, from the moment the, the film started rolling, don't you think? Oh, the, yeah. It's got this, uh, they have the... I don't know whose production company, whether that's Larry's, but it's had a like a pig that was kind of going, rawr, rawr, and it was called Piggy Snout Productions. Yeah. So from the moment go, people it, were laughing and clapping. Yeah. yeah, with a very vocal audience. And they started off the movie with the song we're going to play later for you, which is the perfect song for the Canope Brothers, and uh, certainly one of our favorites by them. And yeah. from the moment that the the documentary started, it was obvious that people were treating it like a live event. And of course, Greg and Jerry were in the audience, and so was Sandy, and so was Mark uh, Graham, and they all were a part of this film. So in a lot of ways, you, I think people, I, myself included, we were really thinking about we're we're applauding your performance, even though it was a past performance. Right, <laughs> you're film. here and you're hearing us, and uh, it was, and people were literally hooping and hollering, hooping and hollering, time. singing along, clapping at the end of the songs, and you know, it, yeah. was, it was great. Especially when they did the foolish questions, um, everybody was yelling from the audience, just like you would if you were in. Uh, the in the concert setting they were all yelling the questions that i just loved it it was truly one of those golden memories that you stash away in your in your golden memory store yeah. to pull up and and make you feel wonderful yeah. especially because this is one of the i was telling you that this was one of the benefits of getting older is watching your friends be honored yeah. for their contributions to the world because the Canotes they have done so much uh, for the for our local music scene and so as Sandy Bradley you know when they had the Sandy Bradley and the Small Wonder yeah, string band potluck, potluck yeah. yeah so they had broad reaches out into the world and I just Loved seeing them be honored in that way. Yeah, celebrated. Because 
The Canope brothers are two of the kindest, most generous, and truly uh, sprightly and effervescent, and just you, you can't help but be happy when you're around them. You just can't help it. They they just give it off, even when they're just standing on the sidewalk saying hi. You, know? you might remember that we uh, that I did an article about the Canope Brothers and Sandy Bradley, a first album project article. And we were talking about on the show when I was doing it. And um, one of the things that I thought was so wonderful is that uh, when we did this marvelous interview, which we did by Zoom, and I will always cherish that interview because it is a blast talking. Mm. To, it's like being a part in at a party when you're, Whenever you're talking to those folks, you feel like you're at a party. And uh, at one point, Sandy was saying, oh, you remember when we had that really awful trip on the plane? And it was really late at night. We were taking a red eye. And all of a sudden, Jerry just kind of sat up really straight. And he said, I'm going to be... As uh, I'm going to be really nice to everybody I meet during this time. And then Sandy was saying, and he was already nice. I mean, we were thinking, oh my gosh. And and then Greg had laughed and said, oh yeah, that's that's something that we started calling the new paradigm. That you would just, no matter what happened, that you would just treat the person in front of you you know, like killing them with kindness, just being as kinder than you could possibly even request for. And I felt like, yeah, that's sort of the way they've always lived their lives as far as I've ever seen. So that was a a major big thing. Yeah, Uh, kind of a closing of a loop there because we had heard about the film being in the works when we had interviewed them and then to be able to stay connected with the project and, and actually... Uh, score a couple of the tickets to the world premiere was pretty cool there wasn't a red carpet though but I loved your gown (laughs) and the bottomless tux on me I thought went went very well (laughs) went over very well anyway yeah and then I I actually uh, we were contributors in the fundraising for this documentary, they are unable to make any money on this film. You know, no one can profit from the film because of the music publishing rights. A Mm -hmm. lot of the things that the Canotes do are old, um, old time music gems. So they didn't get to, uh, you know, it's just part of the, the, set up of contractual this. you know whatever's of and music copyrights. we had seen the trailer uh as much as they had at that point and we were just like oh we've got to contribute to this i yeah. think we both contributed singly you yeah. did and i did and and um and so i contributed again after watching this because i thought oh yeah we need to i still need like sixteen thousand dollars or something yeah. in order to cover the cost of the filmmaking and everything so so i uh contributed another donation and the filmmaker wrote me back knowing that i had already contributed before and 
thanked me and and uh, and I was able to do a little interview with him about the film and what made him do it in the first place and uh, and it was quite a fascinating thing and how he felt about uh, what it felt like for him to be in the audience and listen to everybody respond the way that they did. <laughs> because, oh my gosh, that has got to be a, a thrill yes. to someone after... And he's four years making something. Yeah, he said he, he's been working on this for four years. And he said it's pretty isolating, you know, when you're working on something like this. And he said it was fantastic to see how everybody did responded in exactly the way he had hoped yeah. throughout the throughout the uh, film. Yeah. So that thanks, was definitely a highlight. Thanks for to everyone for that. Yeah. That was just such a, a thrill. That's great. And you know, poetry break happened and you know, it's casual and everything and I thought it was okay and you know, it's summertime so not a lot of people there, but all the right people were there. You know. So that was good. And we are, uh, this week, uh, we also have some events coming up. Yeah. Monday night? Is it Monday night? Monday night, yeah. yeah. Monday night. Grandson Henry. He's going to be playing bottom in a, a kind of a children's version of of midsummer night's dream it's not like the shakespeare play in its entirety from what i understand but he had really wanted to be in this role and he is going to have it and i think that he seems to gravitate towards the humorous roles and we are so looking forward to that yeah that's gonna be great speaking of which um our adopted grandson Henry also, as as those of you who have followed the show know, had done a fundraiser for the Michael Fox, Michael J. Fox Parkinson's Foundation, and uh, we just watched the film that Michael J. Fox did about sort of an autobiography, and on Apple TV, yeah. it was excellent. It was really good. It was excellent. And an amazing... I, first of all, didn't know very much about his whole life, but the way that they interwove what happened to him within his life, uh, it really was a, a powerful film, I thought. Yeah, I want to watch it again. And it also talks a lot about the issues that people have with chronic illness, and I appreciated that without making it seem pitiful, you know, right, right. just kind of saying this, this is happening for a lot of people. So really appreciated that. Yeah, indeed. I'm writing well. Uh, my mom is happy. Yeah, we had a, a Mother's Day brunch with your mom. Yeah, over the phone. Over the phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. We had the idea that... Diane had the idea. <laughs> Well, <laughs> I endorsed it immediately because <laughs> Diane had the idea. We couldn't go down there um, and really didn't want to go down there because Mother's Day is always kind of a, 
it's a difficult day to go anywhere or you know everybody's taking their mothers out to breakfast or whatever so I suddenly thought well we could order an Instacart breakfast for her and we'll order it on Saturday night and then on Sunday we can uh, decide what time we would have brunch with her and we will just call her up and we'll be each having our our brunches so we got our quiche Lorraine and scones and a raspberry Raspberry almond tart a bottle of vodka and a bottle of Clamato juice for Bloody Mary and um, and some flowers yeah it was nice that was a fun it was fun to do it that way yeah your mom is a kick she's a kick she's cashing it's the truth it's the truth and you got to hang out with Shelly yesterday I had a nice meet up with my friend Mike Buckman and got to, went to the Cooth Buzzard and had a good conversation with Theo about how the Cooth Buzzard is still alive and there's a whole committee of people that are working to keep the Buzzard going and it sounds like that's a really good group in terms of expertise and things like that so Theo's kind of over the moon and, and, Oh, I'm uh, so happy to hear that yeah it's a real community resource that place, and it's it deserves to be kept kept going. So, but Theo's uh, a very upbeat guy by nature, and so it was just nice to see him in a better posture because I think he's spent. I can't imagine the anxiety that you go through and when you're that close to to the edge financially and trying to keep your small business going. Oh, but he man. found out that there's resources through the state and through the county that he can get in terms of just help with accounting practices and how, how to keep your books better and and uh, he's got the right people involved in this committee so I think it might be a little smoother sailing for Theo now so well I had a wonderful lunch with Shelly out on her deck it's it was a beautiful day just brought some salads and we were able to just have a wonderful time um, in our little cocoon of happiness, of friendship. That's great. And then the other thing we've got going on um, on Sunday, tomorrow, is Steve Norris is having a An album, album release, release party. party at his place over in West Seattle. Yeah. So, Looking forward to going to that. So this has been a... It's been quite the... Flitting around from flower to flower. It's true. Getting a, but gathering a lot of quality uh, pollen. You know? <laughs> I mean. Making a lot of great honey for yes, our, right. for our hive. Honey for the hive. Nicely put. Nicely put. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a strange time of life, Diane, to be so miserable and so happy at the same time. You know? <laughs> It's 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 strange, but uh, what the heck? Oh. <laughs> yeah. So that you may enjoy oh, a it. little taste of what we enjoyed, uh, the song that we are going to be presenting today is "Happy" by the Canope Brothers. Did they write that song? I don't uh-huh. know. I don't think that they did, oh, but okay. I'm not quite sure. Okay. I would not be able to say. Seems like it's written 
by it, them, oh, just, about them, for them. Uh, yes. You know, to, like it could be their, their theme song, you know. Well, yeah. for the most part, they are not as much writers as they are. But they've uh, written some things. They have written some. Some, some fiddle tunes and things like that. Fiddle tunes that yeah. are actually quite famous. Quite famous in the fiddle tune world, like um, Sadie at the Back Door. Yeah. I think is what it's called in Obama's March to the White House. Yeah. But um, for the most part, they just do marvelous interpretations of of old time music that they have loved. And so I don't know. They could have written this, or it could have been written by somebody else. I wonder how people like that find those songs. I don't know. They probably read music and stuff, though. I think they probably, they probably do. do. But anyway, they're a joy to joy to be around, a joy to know, and a joy to watch, and a joy to hear, and uh, and that's why we were on the search for this particular song because we played it on a past Bill and Diane show, and then we learned that the last time we played it was on no the first time we played it oh the first time did we play it again we may have I don't know okay I only found this one but it's episode thirty four thirty four and we're in from, the from twenty fourteen wow. Yeah, so nine years ago was when we first played this song. So I hope you guys aren't tired of it or anything like that. Because, <laughs> you know, we've been playing it so much. Once every nine years, it's kind of getting repetitive, don't you think, man? Pardon me, I'm going to have another drink of coffee. Maybe we got to shut this whole thing down. You know, we're doing it. You, boy. Repeating ourselves. Every it's week. good coffee. For crying out loud. Well, we could have chosen another song, but this one was no, just so too, representative of Too of perfect, them. Not, not only of them, but of our week and our life together also, I would say. Except for the miserable parts. Yeah, life is good. <laughs> Well, I live with my family in a big old house. It's a nice house. It's a very nice house. In the spring, we put a little garden in the back. Good food, fresh air. There's nothing we lack. We sit on the porch swing side by side. Sing a little song, then we take a ride. We hop on the bikes, go down to the store. We ride back home and we sing a little more. Because we're happy. Happy, 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 happy. Mama gave me that broom. I'm so happy I can clean my room. The windshield's falling out of my car And the tires are bald They're very bald And the steering and the engine ought to be on a shelf Say if you drive that thing, boy, you're gonna kill yourself But I don't care if the whole car collapse And I'm sitting in the road with it in my lap well, I can count my fingers and I still got five Gonna play this guitar and sing this jive About being happy Happy, 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 happy Mama, give me that broom I'm so happy I clean my room Wow, 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 wow,
Keep going. Time to feel bad. So just be happy. Happy, 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 mama. Give me that broom. I'm so happy I can clean my. Give me that broom. I'm so happy I can clean my. Give me that broom. I'm so happy I can clean my room. Thank you. Thank you now, brothers. Let's hear it. How about another one? Come on. 